right. Um, what are we doing? Number 32 or 31? Yeah, 32. 32. Mm-hmm. All right. 32. Um, rolled a little Grape God and Durban Poison. So we'll see how this goes out. You never start these things. Don't we? Yeah. Sure. Didn't we like try to come up with a what was it? Grape poison. Oh, that's right. We did this like two weeks ago, didn't we? Three weeks mm-hmm. ago. Mm-hmm. Grape poison. Yeah. Yeah, I like I that. Forgot about that. I think it's episode twenty-eight. <laughs> <laughs> episode twenty-eight. Or twenty-nine. Grape poison. Can't remember. Well, here we are again with it, and I remember it being a really good, like sparring weed too. Mm. I think Jordan was trying to punch me in the face with this last time. Had to. Freaking answer back. Are you talking about Monday night? <laughs> Monday night, he came after me. We're going light, easy. <laughs> I, I, when we got to that last section, I was, I thought you had said, go like, like you guys can hit each other, just go light. I thought I was going light, and then I, I just, I stepped in on Eric and I caught him with the right, and he came right back at me, fucking piece me up, two piece and a soda, <laughs> <laughs> two piece and a soda. Yep. Some coleslaw. A little side of coleslaw. Yeah. Yeah. You know what happened? I had a flashback to when I was getting jumped by bullies. and. It's fun, though, when that happens, though, doesn't it? Like I think so. Because then it, like, gives you license mm-hmm. to step it up, <laughs> and the other person can't feel bad. Yeah. You know? So it's like, all right. I don't feel bad. Dude, you hit me right in the face. <laughs> I caught you with the softest jab. And then no. Like, I think you have... I think... You're having a hard time <laughs> feeling what your strikes are. You fucking drilled me, though, yesterday. Like, I'm coming in, and I'm doing all this, like, light, fancy fucking shit, and she just stepped in and fucking pasted me. Like, I was, you know, that was kind of like one of those star-seeing moments for a second. Just like, I don't believe it for a second. That's what I even said. I was like, I feel okay. like it's all show to get in my head. Yeah. <laughs> Good strategy though. You never know if it's like legit or not. I wasn't I'll even just mad count at it. that right hook was so proper. I was like, I was I was excited about it. I was like, damn, she caught me with the perfect hook. And I got. All, I, think I, I like got the right the hooks too. a lot. I think. Yeah, I use them a lot. Yeah, it's like you're getting um, meaner. <laughs> I mean, just in, just in general, it's like. Maybe we talked enough shit to you where you're like, fuck you guys. No, so here's what happens. A lot of the time, I what people see is my base. Right. And then after a certain amount of time and however that time goes, more of me comes out. Yeah. I just keep some things kind of... You keep the Sonia in you bottled up? <laughs> yes, Sonya. I do. I don't keep it bottled up. I keep it there. Yeah. Just... <laughs> Tempered. <laughs> <laughs> Tempered. I try to. It's funny. Yeah. She is a very unique lady. And, <laughs> damn though, man, she is fucking tough. I've slammed her up against the wall, and she's like 63, or, or how she's 60. 60. Yeah. She's I was 60. thinking Sonya from Mortal Kombat. Yeah. I was like, oh. that's fitting. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'll take that. <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard or met anybody in real life named Sonya. Yeah, my mom. Well, now you have. Yeah, yeah she fights back, man. Mom's name. 
first day that I did that, she's fucking just pushing back, getting mean, okay. like just throwing. Getting all Italian on you. <laughs> Legit. Well, that's right. good. Balance, right? You want to do balance? Yeah. Did, didn't you have some like woke? You want to do some? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can always just bring some, and if you guys want to do it, you know. What I'm I think we yeah. should always do it. You think so? Yeah, so like ridiculous. in the beginning, it's a great uh, get, gateway. I got, I got some, uh, I got some microaggressions from a NASA, Ooh. Um, Ooh. NASA seminar. I have abrosexual. Abrosexual. Wait, okay. I don't remember what that means. I've read it, but I uh, did not stick. Okay, yeah. Um, uh, having different levels of sexual romantic attractions throughout your life. Which is everybody. everybody? (laughs) A person who is abrosexual may also have changes in their sexual orientation over time. So you might be attracted to a guy at one point, a girl at one point. Um, And then different intensities of attraction. Um, (laughs) So what's it going like that? General human population. (laughs) Right, when someone's like... Serious or casual. uh, Or hot or not. Mm Mm-hmm. Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> After a few drinks, they're like a little bit hotter. I'm so abro right now. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or what I, actually like I think it's weird. We always right. have to put everything in a category. Right. Like, isn't have, that, it, yeah, yeah. isn't that limit? I don't know. It's just like now yeah. we have a category for all the things that aren't, you know, for like the variation of stuff. Right. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. that didn't uh-huh. fit in one, you know, it didn't, it That's didn't interesting. have its... I think uh, because like, I think the idea is like, well, so if you take like gender, there's just like male or female. So there's like a polar thing. But then when you say those things don't exist, all of a sudden you have all the shades of gray. You know, like, like paint colors, Portland gray, Torrid gray. Yeah, exactly. Like, so they need to create <laughs> boxes gray, for that. Right? And then you're, otherwise it's just a binary. You're like, you know, straight or not, you know, man or woman. But then, and then they like making all these terms. Like I saw one video that was actually pretty good. It was like a young guy, seemed like 20 or something, and he's in his car. And he was on like Tinder or something, and he was getting shit because he didn't want to go out with transsexuals. And people were calling him transphobic. transphobic. Right. <laughs> I had to think of it. Um, well, do they so, want to go out with straight people sometimes? Some people don't want to go out with straight people. Exactly. So he thought of a sexuality. He made up some word. I don't remember what it is. Which was, if you're straight, if you're attracted to people of the opposite sex and not trans people. And so he like made it a, a sexuality. And then he's like, that's just my identity. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then they can't talk shit because it's great. right. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. So I guess it like you've ever it differentiates from pansexuality, which is like being sexually attracted to everybody. Yeah. So supposedly or anyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyone. But isn't that based on something? Isn't that based on their like intellect or something like that? It, it, pansexuals. Or I think that's demisexual. I thought that one Wait, was what? yeah demisexual. Yeah. I thought was. What do you mean by intellect? What is yeah, yeah. Uh, demisexual? Is where you're attracted to intelligent thinkers. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I thought it was you're only attracted to people like 
you only want to have sex with people that you're also attracted to for like other reasons. So, so yeah, so anal like being one, but it could mm. be like you're good friends with them. Or so you, pansexual is no uh, demi demisexual. Oh shit! Yeah. yeah so I, pan is like you like everything. Yeah, you don't right. mind what they are. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Yeah, so it's hard to figure out how it's Who different. I don't know. I just thought it was funny. Some video I saw like, someone was talking about it. So um, what is it again? There's also asexuality, which is like you're not attracted to anybody. Right. right? But I um, thought asexuality was also more on a sexual, like they don't really care in engaging into sexual relations, and so it just becomes an emotional, quote unquote, I don't know what to call it, emotional re- relation. But that's oh, still okay. attraction. Okay, so they just don't have sex. Okay. That's as far as I know. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I, don't, I could be correct. A sexual uh, friend of mine named Matthew, and it, it like he didn't know it until like a year ago. He was just like it was, he thought he was just didn't like being in relationships or something. And then last year he was like, I, I realize I'm just not attracted to anybody. Wow. Hmm. So sometimes I wonder if that's like a lack of testosterone. Well, probably. so I've had or this. Like, or like maybe they're depressed. Sort. You know what I mean? Oh, when I know you're depressed, someone. You're like you know. He deals you know, with that for sure. Yeah. yeah. I wonder, though, like, if, if that's, you know, because was he like that forever? You know what I mean? Well, I know uh, someone who thought that for a while, mm. and they're female. Mm. Um, but then that wasn't, that ended up not being the case. But for the longest time, they thought that's what it was. Right. So, so that's what's I weird. If, it's, yeah, because yeah. when you break apart the categories again, then all of a sudden you have, like, a feeling, and you think it's, like an identity or something I don't know like you all of a sudden you want to change like why can't it be that I'm depressed and not attracted to anybody right now like a chick who's like I'm not dating right now you're not special unless you got your own group to maybe right maybe that's like who I am they don't want to be quote unquote alone so they create a group which Mm, that's interesting right you do get accepted I saw like a kind of a probably good on this Um, me too I'm good I saw a crazy video of a it was like a girl at a rally, and uh, it was like um, somehow pro-trans or maybe LBGT kind of thing. And she was on like a speakerphone, and she was young, 13, 14, and she was, she was on the thing. She's like, I have something to announce. I guess I'm a boy, you know? And the whole crowd like cheered, and I was like, well, that's kind of weird, you know? That and she said it as a question too. That it was like, I guess I'm a boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then just the I don't know. So I mean, whether or not like you know, it. Um, I'm not saying that like trans doesn't exist or anything like that. But just that um, you get like this weird support, like you were saying, like in a group, you get everybody like is supporting that those things. You know, I don't know. It's like a Would this fall under war. like the realm of emotional vampires? <laughs> <laughs> huh. How's that? Well, because like if ultimately, let's say, and I'm not saying this to minimize or take away from anyone, but there, like you were talking about earlier, why can't somebody just have depression? Well, if there's something you're craving and you don't, you you enjoy like wanting to announce that in front of a big group Mm. already says that they're seeking that level of attention and like recognition because you wouldn't do that if I, at least I think so. I don't mm. know. Yeah, you yeah, wouldn't yeah. do that if they're, if you didn't group. get something yeah. out of it mm. uh, because you're putting yourself out there and you know, you're quote unquote taking the risk, but you're doing it in front of a group that you know already agrees. Well, with right. You. And this is the whole mm-hmm. thing though. In this day and age, it's like kind of 
vogue or whatever to be, you know, in fashion to be fucking victimized. Mm-hmm. Mm. So yeah. then mm. you're mm. going down that fucking route. So if right. you, can you get points for it. So yeah, you, you put like yourself out there, you're yeah. vulnerable. And like word choice matters. Mm. I guess I'm a boy. Right. It's like yeah. you're either saying that because you want to create that emotional attachment with people. people I don't like, know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, She's so or great. like or it could or maybe it could carry, you know, the story of them having trouble dealing with that and people close to them like their family, you know, like right. it's been rough, but I this is how it is, so I guess, you know, I don't know, but it's still pathos. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Well, so I agree with that. Like I often think that a, a lot of it's born out of like narcissism. I do think that, but I, I gotta be honest though. Like when some of these topics come up and we talk, I start feeling bad that we're like talking shit. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. Like I, I, I did, you don't at all. <laughs> no, I okay, mean, like here's the thing. Here's the thing. <laughs> I love everybody right. that wants to be fucking tough. If you don't want to be tough and you want to be a pussy and you want to complain, you know that's your choice. But those are the ones that are actually trying to really hurt people. I mean, people are gonna talk shit. It's mm-hmm. it fucking it eases tensions it's you know it's whatever i mean i talk shit about you guys you guys talk shit about me we we do that in a joking manner and what does it make you want to do get out there be like all right motherfucker that's what you think right i mean i've been talking shit to you for a while right talking shit to get you to fucking crack me like you did yesterday so now i'm gonna be like all right i don't need to talk as much shit (laughs) we got to a level but Mm. it's positive and you can look at it in a lot of different ways you know people need to toughen the fuck up I mean they really do this this is a pussification problem you know that we're having in this world I heard recently and I don't know if I said this before to you guys but of a guy that I went to school with okay um, he was already relatively overweight but he fucking got fat so he could be obese to get first in line for COVID, you know, for the vaccine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, come on. There's a point where you just got to say, fuck, you want to be gay? Great. Be gay. You, or if it's not a choice, great. Mm-hmm. We support you. Be fucking tough. You know, you want to or you're trans. Great. Fuck. Great. Be tough. You, if, you, if you're tough, you don't need to be pan and fucking, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. what's the other one that we talked about? And the Abro, intellectual, Demi, yeah, Demi, 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 whatever. Yeah, yeah, you don't yeah. need all of that shit because you're like, I'm confident in myself. I'm confident in what I believe in. And I don't need to impose that acceptance bullshit on everybody else. Because when you're tough, you relatively know that people accept shit. And if they don't, they're pussies. Because then they're going to try to impose shit because they don't believe in their shit. The people who are fucking strong, they don't go around typically imposing stuff on other people. And they don't impose it on people who are strong because mm-hmm. they know that there's going to be a I fight. They impose like, it on the yeah, weak. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I agree with all that. But I still feel for like, because I brought up the, the 13, 14 year old girl mm-hmm. and she's going through hard shit. You she know what I mean? And she doesn't know what's going on and she's disoriented and ideologies and things can come around that answer questions and then you get swept up in things. Mm-hmm. And so I still, I, well, I guess what I'm saying is I still feel for, for that. For sure. At the same time. For sure. You know? but, yeah. but again, here's the thing. 
as adults, we've got to understand and know that a kid at that age is going through all of those things. We all went through crazy fucking changes and ideas. Mm -hmm. If you teach your kids to be strong, you teach them to be confident, they'll make the best choices for them. You gotta be confident in that. You can't impose choices on other people because you're afraid that some are gonna get fucking run over. That's life. I mean, that's the way it is. You look around you, something comes and consumes mm -hmm. something else. Mm -hmm. And so rather than trying to level this playing field and make this equity, you know, principle, teach people, give them the tools, and then allow those mm -hmm. things to take their course. Yeah. Yeah. And again, cool. the world needs victims. It sucks. It's horrible. Yeah. It's a crazy thing, but it's beyond any of our scope of understanding. And if you try to balance that, you just create, you know what I'm saying? Like, if there's enough bad shit that goes through, it keeps it relatively harmonious, right? Mm -hmm. Balance. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It balances everything out. It keeps it like, there's not too much bad shit. There's enough mm -hmm. bad shit. And mm -hmm. especially in this country. That's right. We mm. can make ourselves really in a good place, right? Mm. How many fucking people, you know, this whole vaccine um, stuff that's going on, right? Th this imposing vaccines and papers. Well, what if they imposed physical fitness? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, fucking yeah. a year and a half ago. I could have taken mm. the fattest person in a year and a half and we could have completely changed their body, completely changed, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. this fucking um, mindset. But we don't, we cater to this victimized mentality and it makes us mm -hmm. weak and makes us fucking mm -hmm. pussies and we're doing it from a young fucking mm -hmm. age. Critical mm -hmm. race theory is the fucking most pussy thing that there is out there because you're teaching people at a young age to be racist. Mm -hmm. Teach people how to learn. Then if they grow up and decide that they're going to be racist, I mean, how many educated <laughs> people do you think are going to do that? Uh -huh. You know what I'm saying? When they're, when they're educated, meaning they understand how to learn, uh -huh. anybody yeah, yeah, yeah. is going to question why something like that is bullshit. But when you teach kids right from the formative years mm -hmm. to fucking already start being suspicious of another race... You're, you're ingraining yeah, racism. I agree. In it's like neo-racism or something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, again, it's this vulnerability mindset. Well, so there's an interesting thing I've been thinking about. So totalitarianness about, mm -hmm. you know, so mandates and, and then what people teach and what you're allowed to say and all that stuff, right? Um, and, and you were relating it to the opposites, which is cool, because it is like we have all this opposition right now between, like, these sides, right? And when one side wants to say like the idea is that th that side understands the actual truth there's the objective truth you're living a lie and a delusion and i my side knows what's up you know what i mean and so what i think is is right should be is the world you think it is the world so you say uh like if you know i, I don't know if i want to like give examples but um i don't know like maybe like on the left you know 
they think that, of course, we should include all peoples, right? And so when you have that as like a base idea and assumption, then what kind of laws does that create? You know, so that, that's like a, a value, right? Mm-hmm. So that's like their number one value sometimes, I think, which is interesting. I don't know what's up with that because it's like the opposite of what a culture usually is, is centered, Right. And there's like a normative thing. And yeah, I have long hair and I'm more feminine than some other dude or whatever. But there's still a norm of what a dude is. And I'm mm-hmm. fine with that. Yeah. But, you know but, what I'm here's but the now, thing. but just so it used to be a centered norm mm-hmm. thing. And now what we're doing is like thinking about only the edges, all the all the strange and unusual rare, you know, you know, mm-hmm. not to be negative about it. Yeah. Yeah. Fringe things. We're putting those into the center. And so then, you know, so if you're on the left, you think that's true. So then you you just think the world is and should be that way. And so then when you don't leave any room for the other side, right, you don't leave any room. You say, no, it's like a utopian thing. And you try to push that thing out entirely. That's like that's like the super imbalance, right? Because really both sides, even like I heard once in... Um, you know, I'll just say this last thing. You can jump in. Um, in um, in uh, England, I think the the opposite side or the Republican or what I don't even <laughs> I don't know about politics, but the other side is called the loyal opposition. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. That's what they're known as the loyal opposition. Because if you have a good opposition, they show you where you're off. Right. If if they're of good faith and smart and you know what I mean. And so there's a reason, and you want them there because if they're not there, you 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 start to totalize your worldview into everything. Isn't that funny right. how mm-hmm. science, like right now, is yeah, like that? It does that. Yeah, With like the mm-hmm. vaccine information. Mm-hmm. Like there was mm-hmm. this, that video that I sent to you guys. This is a great fucking video. Even if some of it's true, it sounds to me like this guy knows exactly what he's talking about. Why isn't that being brought into debate to say, wow, mm-hmm. we, we haven't really thought about this, mm-hmm. that the animal reservoir, you know, principle, right? That Mm-mm. shit, if it's that in... That you can't get rid of a... Maybe you can't get rid of a, of a virus, especially a respiratory mm-hmm. one, when it can still be in the animals. Right, that's and, what and we could, You could, in theory, vaccinate 100% of humans, but it would still be yeah. in the school. And so then you would have to, <laughs> right? Then you'd have to keep taking boosters. Right, 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 right. Okay. So it's around forever, like the right. flu. Yeah, and yeah. so they're not justifying why that would be the same when... Most people don't take the flu vaccine, right? I think they say 40% of the population, maybe my numbers might be off. A lot of them are kids too, right, that mm-hmm. aren't vaccinated or don't? Mm-hmm. You mean that that aren't vaccinated right now? For the, I'm just saying the regular seasonal flu oh, vaccine. Oh, okay, okay. Right? Yeah. I've never taken one. I took one at, one, yeah. at work once because it was free and someone mm-hmm. like pushed me into it. I didn't right. want to do it. And they're like, oh, you should. And I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> sure, just check, inject one in me. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah. I've yeah. done it for work once. Okay. Uh-huh. But then never yeah, did. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And, and it's cool if people want to do it, but mm-hmm. the flu isn't going anywhere. Right. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, why aren't certain views maybe? why? And, and that is, I think, a part of the conversation I have a hard time with with COVID mm-hmm. is, is one side of me says that, um, again, there, there are like fringe ideas, like maybe that's a fr- I don't know if that's a fr- it seems logical but right it seems like that yeah, would be a main idea maybe, right yeah, yeah, yeah. at least because that's what you were well, just and talking they're about not with educating balance, the public right? too like we're not hearing yeah right you, you gotta science, have and that's what science view. is that's right Sci- you know mm-hmm. everybody says trust the science mm-hmm. but science is about 
other scientists trying to disprove and challenge well, the so, scientific theory. Yeah, yeah. So right? I, I because, heard, yeah, I heard this idea recently that I think might be true that like there's something that has to come before science. Like you have to say you have to want to look at something. Mm -hmm. So you so that's a value statement. What do I want to know? You know, yep. you, what what matters to me? And you shine that spotlight on something and then you apply science to that. Right. So before science is values, right? And so maybe like the left right now, you could say if we want to split it into they they believe that they think that on the right they're anti-science. They say that mm -hmm. you guys are anti-science, or you know, especially has vaccine hesitant people. Mm -hmm. um, yet they do have their own. There are uh, you know legitimate scientific views on the other side of things. Yeah. Right, and they act like that those don't exist or whatever. I heard one today that was. I, I, the one thing I worry about the most, maybe one of the biggest arguments for me, if, uh, that's like maybe on the how dangerous COVID is, like the that it is really dangerous, is the long hauler idea, mm -hmm. right? And then so I'm I'm also trying to think is it is it better to be long hauler like if I get COVID da 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 or long there's also long hauler vaccine you know what I mean and which one you know what I mean yeah. and so I think yeah. about that so this survey came out and it was like they surveyed all these long haulers randomly somewhere. And then they gave them an antibodies test, and two thirds of them never even had COVID. Mm -hmm. So they think they're long haulers, mm -hmm. but they never even had COVID. And you know, you can get false negatives, and antibodies can go away. But you know, they were saying they should have had the antibodies still. Mm -hmm. And there was two studies; both of them said two thirds. Mm -hmm. So, so what kind of symptoms were they having being long haulers? Um, all kinds of stuff like you got the brain fog, uh -huh. you got headaches, you uh -huh. got um, you know uh, disorientation, like a lot of brain stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not remembering any other ones. So do yeah. you think of smell? Do you think a lot like, of random shit mm -hmm. too? Like it's a huge category and it doesn't have a definition. Mm -hmm. You know, that's one thing about it is it doesn't have a strict definition. It's just like I have weird shit that happens to me after right. COVID. Right. I, I like think that. that, you know, these are things that I believe and people can certainly have different opinions, but with all of these ailments and diseases and fucking comorbidities, whatever you want to call them that people have, right? People eat like shit. They haven't changed their eating habits since COVID started. You know, nobody takes a whole lot of responsibility. So I wonder when we talk about like symptoms of the long haul, the long haulers um, is if they, you know, chose a healthier diet, they mm -hmm. chose a healthier lifestyle, right. would those symptoms be minimized? Because, mm -hmm. you know, again, this is what we keep coming back to is, and this is the imbalance, right? And this is why things catalyst so far, in my opinion, is we rack up such negative stuff because now we don't look at those breakthrough cases, right? That's not reported on on any volume. Breakthrough cases, a term that's just even barely penetrating into people's... That means know, that someone who is vaccinated... Who is vaccinated has COVID. severe reactions severe or gets ones. sick or, mm -hmm. you know, whatever. I think whatever. just like maybe catch it. Yeah. Right? yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, but we'll look at the rarity in the problems with the long haulers and right. start mm -hmm. spotlighting that. See, this is what can happen. And because mm -hmm. if you keep somebody right. in fear, 
you go from fear to fear. And we talked about this, mm-hmm. you know, several times now where we've gone from COVID to the fucking race riots to, mm-hmm. you know, the white supremacists are taking over and storming the Capitol to, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. any catastrophe right now, like everything's Clockwork, a catastrophe. Right. Look at global, <laughs> yeah. look at global yeah. issues, right? Global warming is now. That's the next one, right? It's, and it's, it's here. Right, They're already right. saying I it. Look at I-70, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. I-70, they just had a huge or recently had a meeting between Department of Transportation and other people in there talking about what a catastrophe it's going to be moving, you know, here on out and the dangers of it. Just because there's a lot of people on I-70? Because what they're saying is because of those mudslides, right? Because of the fires, the fires create erosion, and then you get these, Mm -hmm. you know, flash floods and, you know, stuff like that. So they're using these these things that have happened to drive this fucking fear right and what are people doing they're reacting but they're not thinking because electric cars the math doesn't add up as far as reduced carbon emissions you still got to use coal plants to make the energy right right and And then you don't want nuclear power and look at lithium mines look Mm -hmm. at what lithium mines Mm -hmm. do for right. mining that, do we even have enough lithium to... Cartel controls you know, the lithium. Right, mm-hmm. right. And, that, and that's why so, you would want two sides to battle out to these different debate views. these things. I'm talking and, about and what I'm hearing, too, is, like, we keep talking about this, and I'm still trying to formulate this in my head, but mm-hmm. I think, because you're always, like, you know, uh, pro, you know, build strength, don't be a victim, like that kind of, maybe if those are, like, two sides to mm-hmm. something. Because you could argue that, right, like, one side says it's the safety versus freedom thing again mm-hmm. is that thing right i heard this one benjamin franklin he said he said uh if someone chooses safety over freedom this is like the shorter version mm-hmm. they deserve neither of those yeah. right mm-hmm. right but that's pretty dope mm-hmm. um and that is a thing that's kind of going on right those are kind of the values right, right. it's like and uh, you know but, well, but I, there's always got to be the strong man woman you know to provide the safety you, you see what i'm saying mm. it doesn't you mm. can't have the safety Ooh, without having right, that right. and if you you've given the, the up state your power is what, is what provides the then thing the people that have that have all the fucking power right, that's right. like why mm. the stupidest argument against you know when people say you don't need those type of weapons you know to possess that's not a hunting rifle you're not going to hunt with a 30 mm. round magazine mm-hmm. you hear all this stupidity and it's like no those aren't for hunting they're a threat deterrent. They're mm-hmm. saying that the state's gonna the fucking <laughs> the people retain the power. That's got, what the second yeah. well. But and then here's what fucking people say. Joe Biden said this right. The president of the United States said, "You can't fight us. We've got mm-hmm. F-15s and nukes. Right. One is he gonna nuke his own country, and two, we just bailed out of fucking Afghanistan." Mm-hmm. Those are Stone Age people with AK-47s, right? Mm-hmm. Right. And talking about this, right? Vietnam. They fuck it, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when you say they're not gonna win, mm-hmm. that's what wins. All right. So that's interesting, though. That the to get the safety, you need to take away the freedoms to a state that then supposedly provides the safety. That, but then you but consolidate then, the people right, who right. can and, provide the safety. And then you can't then be safe because you can't. Can't, you know, right? You got to do does, what they say. The yeah, and it's like right I, I've been point. trying to think a lot about like um, should like misinformation, mm-hmm. censorship. Is there ever a time where that's a good thing? Yeah. And I'm really trying to like steel man the the, the yeah. side of it, and I, and I, once in a while I can see it. 
Yeah. Once in a while, I can be like, man, if there was something like, if let's say, let's say the the drug the COVID was way worse and right. you know millions of people are dying, and the vaccine totally works and it's yeah. all everything makes sense, and then there are people that are like fucking it up because they're not, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like if that was the scenario, it I can kind of get to that mm-hmm. point where it's like, man, yeah, maybe. Maybe they shouldn't. Maybe Alex Jones. You just take Alex Jones and fucking right. but, but, then, the but, then here, but then look <laughs> at this, though, right? Here's what you say. Then what happens? Okay, so what happens now? You, the state was able to do that. Okay, boom. Then they say, look at what's happening right now. Critical race theory. Now let's say critical race theory is on steroids at this point. They're like, we need to start sterilizing white people. We're going to force this. We force this. We got the power. It's hard for people to so, see that far down yeah, the line. I mean, we've that's, established that's, this. Right, they look right, at right, stuff like that as being far. ridiculous. Uh-huh. But we did that to the black people in whatever that project was in the yeah, 70s, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Tuskegee. Tuskegee, yeah. 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 So it's like uh, mm-hmm. it's already been done. Mm-hmm. You you see that those things have happened. Right. They've happened that's that. in country after country after mm-hmm. country around yeah. the world that's followed the same model. Right. Yeah. It's absurd, and again, the like the country, even though we we've got corruption in our country, really had a pretty good balance. I mean, we were the country that was best off in the entire mm-hmm. world. It seemed like it, right? And, and maybe like for the first, like maybe the most wealthy anyone's ever been ever yeah, in the history as a country, of humans, for sure. You know, even yeah, as like the humans. safest. I mean, right. as far as like the a most whole powerful, population. right? right? Mm-hmm. Across the board, and like easy jobs, fucking nice car, you know, lawn, right? Like, Like, yeah. So it did seem that way. Yeah, but maybe that's what this is, though. Maybe this is the chaos to get Mm -hmm. people to fucking toughen up. Maybe that's what we needed. Maybe right. You look at that, and it's like, okay, well, things are going to get a whole lot worse. I think things are going to get a whole lot worse. I Mm. think that what's going to be happening is they're going to be censoring more shit. Look, YouTube just censored Rand Paul, right? For saying his opinions. He's a fucking doctor. Like just well. like a video, like one video or something. That, that uh, reason one week, that, they, like, that they took him down five for minute a week. clip of him saying you should stand up to that one. That one. And mm-hmm. then something about um, another one that he put out about masks and he was putting out some data mm-hmm. about that. Um, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah, it's interesting. I heard someone, that one I told you, I found like a BLM lady that's mm-hmm. somewhat reasonable that I've been kind of like listening to just to try to get other sides. Yeah. She's not, you know, I don't know how to describe her, but she's kind of pro CRT and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, and uh, shit, what was I going with that? Um, she had like a good argument for something you were just talking about. Mm-hmm. Dang, I just lost it. <laughs> with? I was going to ask, yeah, did yeah, anybody you see uh, the case in, I don't know if it was in Michigan or if it was in... Um, might have been Minnesota, some, but uh, a parent asked the school to see the curriculum for the critical race theory because she mm-hmm. had no idea that her kid was even being taught this. Mm-hmm. And when she asked them, like, what are you teaching my kid? They wouldn't tell her. And she said, I want, like, I want to see the curriculum or I'm pulling my kid out of this. And they, they're suing her. Yeah. They're suing the parent. That's happening in a lot of places. Yeah. So there's a lot of videos. Like I went down a YouTube rabbit hole recently of like parents like being all mad inside of mm. inside a school board yeah. meeting or whatever. And uh, yeah. I'd love to see your YouTube search. <laughs> <laughs> well, I had a friend yeah. just drive all the way from New York, right? From upstate New York to Denver. Okay. Uh, because he lives out here and he was up there for a little while. And he was telling me, he's like, dude, from fucking start to finish, 
until you get into the city. He's like, is all you see is Trump signs and conservative signs and, you know, American flags and stuff like that. And he's like, throughout the country, and I've made that drive. It's a fucking 29-hour drive across the country. Um, It's insane that, again, the power is being consolidated. Mm. I think there's going to be a fucking... I mean, we're in but a civil war. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People can and say what whatever they want. Nowadays? It's just yeah. a cold war, mm-hmm. right? But I think it's going to be a hot war. I think shit's going to start to happen, especially if they keep going down this fucking this, mm-hmm. you know, going this direction. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it is like um, got to bring the balance yeah. <laughs> back. Yeah. yeah. Right. Oh yes. Yeah. You want to? I mean, you, we could bring it there. You want to? I just want to say one yeah. thing. It almost feels like. We're removing intention, not intention, intuition, um, because now we are only as smart as the the schools or you know the science makes us. Um, so we're no. I, I feel like we're forgetting where science came from. Kind of like what you were saying earlier. You kind of have to have something um, to start with, mm-hmm. you know, and then science happens. So we're kind of forgetting that. And so a way that I think it's manifesting is people are ignoring their intuitions. Like, mm-hmm. I think we all have a basic understanding of what it, like what we need to be alive, to survive, to live, you mm-hmm. know, um, to interact. But then we're going, we're, it's like we're accepting this filter that yeah. other I, I totally agree with that. I think give us. maybe what you're like internal wisdom kind of shit. Yeah. Like rather than the institutions and stuff. Yeah. Well, that, and we are like all outside nowadays. That's all, the like, problem though, because yeah. they're teaching kids what to learn, not how to learn. If mm. you teach kids how to learn, you're teaching them how mm. to develop intuition and how to recognize what their intuition mm. is and how to utilize their intuition and, and wisdom I, yeah, I think, and yeah, these yeah. kinds of things. But mm. when you teach them what they don't get a chance to develop that because they learn what to do. That was kind of like along the lines of that um, question I had about the monks, remember? So you got one monk that's institutionalized that, you know, or one is, both people are trying to reach enlightenment, right? Right, right. One is the monk, and then one is the explorer, the the adventurer, the guy who goes out and Mm -hmm. experiences the world Mm -hmm. and all the okay. good stuff and the shittiness and the temptation and the, you know, mm. virtuousness mm. and right. anything. Worldly stuff. Right. And then yeah. they come to together. Uh, does, does, they, does anyone get there first? Right. Yeah. And or is there a different experience? Like, does, like, is there a better enlightenment, you know, mm. so to speak? Mm-hmm. I mean, this is the way that I would look at it. So the kid that's taught what to learn might be more successful, right? Maybe they're more financially successful or they're more socially successful or they're more successful in a certain area. Hmm. But they won't really have much of a choice and the kid who ventures out might be a failure, let's say, in that same comparison, right? Maybe they're successful in other areas, but they've, at least it was up to them. You know what I'm saying? To fail, it was up to them to mm-hmm. not find the right key mm-hmm. to the door, to open that door to success or whatever. And I 
my opinion is the more satisfaction of living is going to be choosing that fucking door, right? Knowing that you had the choice to go out, venture out, and not that you were directed to. And, you know, we're in schools now, again, we're teaching kids what to learn, not how to learn the material. And in this information age, if you teach people how to learn and how to utilize what they're learning, there's so much information they can decide. And that's why, again, we look at the censorship bullshit that's fucking going on. What are they so afraid of that they're telling people that you're too fucking stupid to make an yeah. educated decision? We're going to mm-hmm. make it for you, right? Yeah, then they make Fuck they you. make weird like TikTok videos. Have you seen the White House TikTok oh. videos? Yeah, isn't oh, that <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Have you seen that? Not that one, yeah, but yeah. I've seen some. That's fucking horrible. You want to go into balance now? I mean, we could keep it. On the- <clears throat> I was just going to riff on what Eric was just saying because mm. I can speak to the just to that two the two different perspectives thing. Like, cause growing up until about sixth grade, I had straight A's. I was like a 4.0 student. Like, I fucking took school so seriously. <clears throat> played sports, played basketball and everything. And then uh, my parents were so, like... I kind of felt like I was becoming kid A, the the one that didn't have a choice, where the path was already set. And it, it's kind of weird to think I was only maybe 12 years old, I was already having these thoughts, but I was looking at my brother and my sister, and I realized I was on the same path as them. Like, they, they wanted me to play football like my brother, they wanted me to join DECA like my sister, or join debate club, or this or that. and. At that age, I was like, I don't want to fucking just be a carbon copy of my brother and my sister. Like, I want to go and find what makes me happy. And then a skateboard fell into my lap. I think my brother bought me a skateboard. And uh, I I gave everything else up. I put school on the back burner. And I still pass classes, usually with, like, Ds and Cs. But I got through it. I graduated. I went through advanced math still somehow and passed those with Cs. But... But I, 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 you were I, the advanced C student. Yeah, the advanced C student. Yeah, yeah. I had all my college <laughs> by math choice. done by sophomore year. No, no. It was because I, I had. Well, no. I'm saying like, getting C's. By oh choice. yeah, yeah. By choice, yeah. yeah. And I was cool with it until I had one teacher call me lazy, and that shit <laughs> struck a chord with me. But once again, like, I look back, and if I would have stayed on that path of like being the a fucking proper student i think i'd be miserable right now i i would have had a whole different life i I wouldn't even know who i am and i think that the the lessons and the values that i learned from spending eight hours a fucking day at the skate park i would get off of school and i would just skate straight to the skate park and i'd be there until like fucking the, the the lights were going off in the park and then i'd come home go to school the next day do it all over again but the, the, the lessons I learned at the skate park, I think, were way more valuable to me than anything I ever got out of school, just from learning how to interact with people, learning how to get along with, I mean, you got kids from all walks of life, so you're going to meet people you don't like on a regular basis, and you got to learn how to be comfortable in those situations around these people that can snap at any moment. I learned how to be okay in aggressive situations where people are threatening me. I learned how to cope with violence and, you know, seeing fights break out several times a week being in fights and um 
yeah, just, uh, I mean, it, it, there, there's a, there's, there's a huge difference in, in failing by choice. Kind of like, as you're saying, like I, 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 I've, sometimes I wish I, I maybe would have applied a little bit more in school, but at the same time, I know that I took what I needed to with me even still. Does that make sense? Like failing or I guess barely getting by with the C or whatever was good enough for me because I was still I was still retaining the information. I maybe didn't display it in my schoolwork. And the thing was, I would I would just not do homework. And then I would pass my tests. I'd pla- pass them with flying colors, so it would level out my grade. But I, I even understood, like, I can fail this many projects and then fucking pass this many. And you start doing the math. Yeah. Like, yeah. okay, so if I get an A on the test, yep, exactly. right? Yep. Then I don't have to do homework for the next three weeks. That was exactly <laughs> how my brain worked in high school. We've got five <laughs> tests. If I do all five tests, I get... <laughs> I can get one B. Yeah, right. But that all was, right, I can pass. <laughs> I can get a C, C minus. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was exactly like how I thought about it too. It was like I just I got this final coming up. If I fucking ace that, I'm good. But <clears throat> that was my balance for me. Was, um, you know, I mean, I, I did what I loved after school, and that was like all I ever did. Weekends would be twelve hours of straight skateboarding, just nonstop, and. Um, but I, I still always had a will to learn. And I, I, I think, uh, you know, I, I know I was one of the last generations that had critical thinking mm-hmm. in the curriculum from start to finish. And yeah. that played a major role in that. I don't even know if I would have been able to make those choices to, like, break away from the natural or the, the set progression of things and mm-hmm. to go find my own route if it wasn't for critical thinking. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah. You know yeah. what I think is interesting on that is... Um, so when you say you kind of broke away and did something that you love to do, right? And if you look at, you know, I've only known you a short time, but then you kind of went into music with the same level of enthusiasm. And you've been doing, you know, martial arts now, jujitsu, kickboxing, with a pretty high level of enthusiasm for quite some time. And I think you see those patterns in people, right? And you see when people aren't very enthusiastic and they, you know, again, are going in this direction. I mean, I hate to say it, it's kind of like that zombie mode. And there are some positive things that have come out of COVID. I think it's brought a good, you know, like fucking spotlight to people getting stuck in that rut. Um, But you see that people have that same approach in a lot of the rest of their lives, Mm. right? Everything is kind of... You know, like, that's why I'm real selective on people that I bring into the school. I don't want to train somebody that doesn't want to train. If they feel like they have to train, it's like, fuck, I don't even, you know, it's it's not worth my time because there's plenty of people that want to. They might not know it yet. You know, I've had several people. And that, it is such a horrible feeling to be, like, teaching somebody that's like, <laughs> right? you know, yeah. it's like, what the fuck am I doing here then? Right. <laughs> For sure, right? I You're mean, wasting you, both of yeah, our time. Right, right exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just an attitude thing. Just change your fucking attitude. Can mm-hmm. we just, like, flip that around real quick? But, but you know? look at it, though. You see the consistencies, typically. I'm not saying absolute, but you see the consistencies in, in that. And so this is what I didn't see a lot in school right and I think my generation is the generation that has fucked everything up Um, but I didn't see a lot of enthusiasm 
right? I mean, school was fun for us because we partied and we did all that kind of stuff, right? Mm -hmm. But I don't recall like enthusiasm I think, being yeah, yeah, yeah. pushed. I and, think, well, because everybody's lacking meaning in their life. They don't right. know what to do. Correct. It's like that thing. Correct. Like maybe you were lucky somehow. Your mm -hmm. situation showed you a way or whatever. Or maybe it's like a genetic well, thing. But here's the like, thing though, man. You know, this, this is exactly what I say. And um, I mean, I, I believe this wholeheartedly. And that is, I specifically went to the military and started training martial arts to be fucking tough. So the one experience that I had where somebody could say was fucking racist, you know, and it was big fucking deal. It was like uh, some dude being an asshole. Everyone's got a right to be an asshole. Um, but this guy's like basically calling me a Mexican and telling me to speak like an American, right? And I'm at this party and a crew of people that I know are there, right? He said speak like an American? Yeah, he's telling me and he's this guy <laughs> and it was a party that you know, a lot of college guys came to, and we were in high school at this point, right? I was 17. And so, um, I'm like, fuck, man, I felt so small because I knew none of my friends would back me up. None of them, mm. right? And so, after that, I was like, fuck that. That will never, ever happen to me again. I'll never feel that way. And so I started training martial arts, and martial arts was cool. I was doing Kempo at the time, and um, my instructor was this pretty fucking aggressive kickboxer. And so we trained hard, but it still wasn't like what I had envisioned. And so then it was like, okay, I need to go into the military. So at 17 and a half, I start talking to a recruiter and, and you know, enlisted when I was 18. And it was specifically to be tough. Right. I wanted to go infantry. I wanted to fucking hump a heavy pack and just fucking learn how to do that. Now, there was some things about the regular army that wasn't um, that conflicted with a young kid like myself that was very independent, but dug a lot of stuff. You know what I'm saying? That mm -hmm. we did. Mm -hmm. But I hated when somebody couldn't fucking do it and they're telling me to do it. Mm -hmm. Right. Authority, anyway, unearned authority or whatever. Yeah, but anyway, when I got <laughs> yeah. out, so I, I joined um, another unit when I got out of active duty, and what I found though when I was in was martial arts again. And this time though, I'm training in it from a different mindset. Right now, I'm training in it from a fucking soldier's mindset versus, you okay. know, the mm -hmm. high school kid. Mm. And. Ever since then, man, it's all been about being tough. It's all been about sucking it up, training through shit. And that makes mm, everything fucking... So you think you didn't have that at first when you went... You didn't I didn't understand that. it mm -hmm. at first. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I didn't understand it until... You know, this is why, like, it, my model of training people, and it doesn't matter who they are, is I'm going to try to get them tough first, right? And, you know, this is... I tell people this all the time. I'm like, look, first, this is kind of like the moonlight period where you've got to learn how to trust me. Once you trust me, then you got to just kind of shut up and do things for a little bit of time till you develop some toughness, some skill sets, right? Then once you have those, now we can start to bring you back into the picture because there's always that person who's that brand new fucking white belt, right? Who's going to ask you 50 fucking different questions that are all related to what's going on, but it's like none of that even matters because you got to learn how to move your hips first, 
right? Mm -hmm. So all of those things are just wasting our time and taking mm -hmm. everybody's energy. If the military allowed that in basic training, you'd never get fucking <laughs> anywhere, right? Yeah. It's just like, shut Why up. Why do my shoes tie like yeah. this? <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> right? But then when you get to unit, though, when you get to your unit, you know, this is where I went, you know, kind of like, it kind of fucked with me, is that I understood basic training. I understood that. But then when I got to my unit and people were still like that, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, but now let's explain why we're doing this. Teach me why I'm doing this so that I can do it better, not just tell me to do this. Y mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And there was a lot of that kind of stuff going on. I don't know why we meandered around that, but going back to being tough though. So here's the thing. When I got out of the military, through my time in the military and out, it was always training and training harder and harder. And that, like even my friends who were in the military who got out and stopped doing any kind of military shit, you know what I'm saying? Mindset, training, most of them got, you know, heavy, fucking out of shape, eating shitty foods, going into, you know, kind of up and down depression modes and, you know, stuff like that. I don't know if most of them had depression, but a lot of people that I talked to, you know, had some tough times and it's mm -hmm. like... They got out of balance. Yeah, they got out of balance. They got used to being tough. And then once you're used to that, you got to maintain that to some degree, mm -hmm. you know, and mm -hmm. if not... You but you also can, like, I mean, again, it's back at the meaning thing though, right? Like if you're in the military, I imagine it's... It can be fun, right? Mm -hmm. And you you know what you're there to do. You have a job to do. You know it's so it's like purpose. yeah, and you know what it is. It's like really obvious, right? You have a mission. You have well, a thing, no. Or See, a, that's the thing. If no, they would have okay. made those things more obvious, uh -huh. but it's more is more yeah. obvious than maybe their life, and then right. they, and then you go mm -hmm. back, and then what's like. There's no purpose now. Why am I working out? Why mm -hmm. am I? Right. You know, if, if it's the toughness, why am I doing that? And then uh, we also live like a seductive life where there's always a couch and a TV show and a cupcake. Yeah, <laughs> <And> a cupcake. <laughs> <Or whatever. laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And a bong rip right there. <laughs> and a, yeah. Or video games. Mm -hmm. So yeah. So I don't know. Like I still. I mean, that all started, I guess, from the monk who, what you know, who. Uh, is like told what to do and the other guy that finds his own thing mm -hmm. right that's where all that started right and reaching enlightenment yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I, I you know it started to sound like when you were when you guys were both talking about it it sounded like the guy that got taught what to do got taught tradition mm -hmm. right because they taught him oh, this this way to be is a good way to be you get married you have kids you get a job you you know uh, become a manager and that's like a good way to be. Mm -hmm. And then the other one is more think for themselves. Mm -hmm. And maybe maybe the ideal thing is a balance. Right. Yeah. Well, right. see, and um, I think my opinion is more people want to go the route of being told what to do. Okay. Because it's safe. Though they're, it's now we're safe. back to safe right. versus, safety and versus liberty again. Even right. though mm. you, we, we can say, okay, this leftist movement is a rebellion against that. It's still really not because what they're trying to do is just re-implement a structure that mm -hmm. follows more of their ideology. Right. You. That's the thing right. is, most people aren't going to be entrepreneurs in their life, you know, with their life. Um, yeah. And 
Most people aren't going to be famous. Most people aren't going right. to be TikTok. Or, or find the thing that they love to do or, <laughs> or live a happy life or be, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you know what well, I'm saying, okay. satisfied. Well, they're not. I mean, right. most people are overweight. You but can't that's, but I would be say overweight it, and say those things. You, right. you just okay. can't. We can pretend, but mm-hmm. nobody I would feels, think that human potential, though, mm-hmm. that that's there. Like maybe it's the society that's so sick that it's that unusual for people to be happy or whatever. I might go there. Sorry, I'm going to get you off track. Well, <laughs> wait a second, though, but what do you mean? It's that unusual for them to... Well, well, we were saying like you, not everybody can be happy. I was mm-hmm. like, well, I don't know about that one. Mm-hmm. That one, I would say that one's more possible. Yeah. And maybe the reason why so many aren't is because the society's more sick. You know what I mean? Like it's harder to well, get. Well, that's to what I'm saying, right? So, yeah, yeah. so my point then is that fewer people are going to find that success, but you don't want to cut off their ability to find that success. Mm-hmm. It's just like wealth, right? Um, I heard this funny thing that. Um, my dad had said after someone else had said it, and they were like, Republicans um, all feel like they're going to be a millionaire, and it just hasn't happened yet, right? Okay, <laughs> right, and that was okay. That was like an insult. Yeah, it was like right, an right. insult. But uh-huh. you know, at first I, I kind of laughed at it, but then it's like you think about that, and it's like that's what a great. Thing, it's right? like optimistic, it's an entrepreneur. And, and I, I would it's think it's the be... ability to do it. It's what it's mm. saying is there's, right. it's there's possible. the possibility. It's possible. But if you take the possibility yeah. away. Right. And I would think there's so many levels to that. Like maybe you're not going to like start your own business, but you like flip a house once in a while. Right. Or you have a rental property mm-hmm. and you got in with some friends. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you can have some entrepreneurship. Right. You know what I mean? It's not just. But look at and, what and they're that, doing, though. This mm-hmm. is the, so just like what a, you a, used as those examples. Mm-hmm. They just took that ability away. They just told so? with this fucking moratorium on renters mm-hmm. being evicted. They yeah. just told fucking the whole population that the CDC, that's a non-elected body, mm-hmm. can fucking own your house. Because so, you so still what, got yeah, So what happens? I don't even know the details. So, like, so what does that mean? There's an eviction moratorium, right? That the Supreme Court had ruled was unconstitutional. You can't take you can't away someone's. Out. No, no, you can't take away a. It, so if I have three you can't properties, someone. right? I got three properties. I yeah. live in one, and I invested in these other two properties. This is my retirement, and I rent them out. Mm-hmm. Okay, and you two fucking yokels are renting out my place, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this guy living over here. And so COVID hits and he, you know, because they put a rent moratorium, right? Because yeah. they've shut down businesses that they But you still gotta pay your loan. Non essential right. right. I yeah. still gotta pay my loan. You don't have to pay rent. And all of a sudden you get a pass on rent, but you also get a fucking rider on unemployment, so six hundred a week, we're gonna give you an extra six hundred, right? Plus we give stimulus bills, you know, mm. coming out. Mm-hmm. And what does that do? That was meant to stimulate purchasing in the economy, right? But what about the bills that you owe? So what if I'm not wealthy? And what if I'm struggling and those two houses are my future? I invested in my future, mm-hmm. but I'm not making any kind of return so, yet. So now, like, it's back to normal. You're like, yo, man, I need rent now. Well, and I'm but, like, and I'm like, I don't have but it. But even if it's not back to normal, it's like, so can, you can, still is it that they can't for that rent? I mean, oh, okay. so what for they're the saying ba- is, mm-hmm. well, the, the point is, just because they're not making money, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. doesn't mean that this person should not make money either. 
if this right. person is still having to pay oh, yeah, yeah. for these two I places, right? Yeah, of course. And so the CDC... That's had, why you just can't like pause the economy. Right. It's like all but the CDC did right? that. They, uh-huh. Again, they're a non-elected body with no authority to do that. Mm-hmm. And so but using so, those two examples that you used, mm-hmm. fuck, the government is just showing right now that they could take your fucking... They so, could take your shit. So does it mean that you can't evict me? Yes. Like I can be like, hey, I don't have rent yet. And They'll then, charge you. They said I think up to like two years in jail and one hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Yeah. Like anybody in all you of, you have to of wait, America. What about if you wait until the contract is over? Then it doesn't matter, right? You can't evict them. You but can't the kick them out. So it it's like matter. it's like if, if they could either choose to squat or leave. That's kind of what that if if that's true. That mm-hmm. just, and that's just nationwide. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. So I have a they extended that, like, it to mm-hmm. October. And the mm-hmm. president even admitted that it's unconstitutional, but they're going to do it anyway. Mm-hmm. It's like, so now they can take your fucking, yeah. your property. People don't, again. Oh, so, okay, well, so so they can also take it? Well, oh, just you, you still can't make money on it. Yeah. You can't make money on it. You're oh, so now you're still paying the loan you're, and yeah, this person's not paying rent, so you just got to give it up if they to the can bank. Do so that, now the bank owns it. Something well, like that, right? uh, is that- the renter's living in there. You know what I'm saying? The government's ensuring that the renter can right. live in there. For so now free. the renter has a free place that the state owns because you couldn't. Pay but your you loan. still got to pay it. Uh huh. But right. you couldn't pay the loan. What so if now you, you can't? You, you do, okay, you, you so go then, bankrupt now. Yeah, maybe. And then the state owns right. that place, and now someone's living. Or in a you got to take out loans. You know, or you got to take mm, out right. loans to pay for that. Or yeah, yeah. they do a cash. Or they do a tax relief mm. that everybody's got to pay for. Mm. It's like what people don't understand is these fucking trillions of dollars aren't just. You know what I, I'm I saying? I wonder like, how many people coming like, out. They're like, like oh, let's oh, say the they didn't just doling yeah. out more trillions for us. Right. I wonder how many people though would have got evicted. Like, is that like a large number? I wonder. Well, right. You know? But I do. I'm not saying that that's right. But I still, I just that wonder. You, you know? still let the free market work itself. Mm. And I'm sure that many landlords, because they're in the business of making money off of renters, mm-hmm. would work with people who are working with them. I bet that right? happened a lot last year. If they could, like people sure. that had a little space, they'd be like, sure. yo, you can not pay rent for like three months or something. Right, if somebody had some mm-hmm. room on that, or if somebody said, hey, I can take you know, two thirds mm-hmm. off, or I can take a third off, mm-hmm. or right. whatever the case may be. I know a lot of cool landlords that you know mm-hmm. were working with their clients on stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. You know, my landlord was great when yeah. we were going through this. You know, mm-hmm. when there was some tough times, we you know talked, negotiated a few things, and he. But it's also because I've never been late. You know, on my rent, I've right. always taken care of the place. You know, we make it look nice. Um, mm-hmm. And so when you have that, you know, reciprocating mm-hmm. connection, right, then the free market yep. does good things. It works in, you know, in step with one another. Everybody thinks, and again, this is, we go back to fucking balance because their thinking is so imbalanced that it's like, if you're a free market capitalist, that you're this evil, greedy, fucking, you know, like, right, money hungry, mm. you know, fucking person, and all mm. of us are that, right? We're all the capitalists. We all have yeah. our own product mm. that we fucking sell, and yeah. doesn't seem like to me any one of you guys are greedy motherfuckers. Yeah, it's interesting. I think like how much of it is like young people. 
And then we were talking earlier about how many young people still live at home and don't have a job. So they get everything for free. Right. So how much of like the intuition for socialism is because of that? Right. Because you, know? you and teach then, and then kids if, and then if, And then if you get everything for free, then you might see capitalism as greedy, you know, mm-hmm. because... I mean, it's a funny thing with, like, I've gone through this a little bit, like, with art. Like, I didn't want to, like, we talked about this, like, not wanting to charge for stuff, yeah. thinking it's, like, some sacred thing or whatever. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I think we talked about it last time, yeah, 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 yeah. two yeah. times ago. Yeah, yeah, but it's, like, it's also an immature view of the world because right. you got to pay the bills. And, like, I think anybody who, who would have a family would understand what, mm-hmm. like... Because, but the, what capitalism is maybe for like individuals, because there are greedy and that that does happen, all that corporate, you know, crazy things going on with billionaires nowadays mm-hmm. and stuff. Like that happens too, right? But it doesn't mean that like capitalism's bad, right? Right. Like the, right. Or that money's bad. Right. Or yeah. that billionaires are bad. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I don't understand that idea. Like, I hear people say that the um, distribution of wealth, when that mm-hmm. gets like too far off, that's when like societies like have problems. Mm-hmm. I don't understand why that is. You know, I've just like heard that people say that. Mm-hmm. You know, well, so the, the funny thing is, this is this is what the funny thing is, right? Mm-hmm. In that whole model, and this again goes back to fucking balance. Um, but the ones who vote, the ability for that class to get stronger and more powerful are the ones who it's directly affecting, right? And, you know, I had some close family members who are so fucking liberal they can't see the light of day, okay? But they fucking were telling me, right, they want you to believe that it's the capitalism free market that creates that inequality and not to believe that all the restrictions that they vote in expanding government expanding government control is what limits Hmm. you and i and gives somebody who's got wealth and power the ability to navigate because here's the facts if you've got money so you start out a business right you and i start out a business together or not together but same time and i have half a million dollars backing me and you've got ten thousand okay well Let's say we have the same fucking business and we're in the same area. Well, I got money to pay for all the licenses. I got money all of a sudden to start marketing, you know, heavier. I got marketing maybe to take advantage of a zoning, you know, potential or or something like that. I've got the ability to hire a fucking attorney Mm -hmm. to say, oh, okay, you know, we can only have this kind of sign and Justin over there can have this kind of sign. Is there any loophole you can find for me? And they find that, right? So all these restrictions that fucking people want to vote in and put on, it doesn't restrain the people who've got the power, right? Because they're just going to find experts in that field to figure out how to navigate around it. And they're going to be like, thank you. Those fucking stupid people down there, they just voted away their opportunity to get to where I'm at right it, it's but, I mean, absurdities I mean in the in the in the like, steel man right and the idea for, to balance yeah. things that like to talk about balance like if we are to talk about balance is that is that a polarity capitalism and socialism is it like 
is that one like free market and then like regulation or something like that and and that there are balances to be had and you got to see the other side and okay stuff like so either. think about this is, do you see that as balance like but we'll mm, see okay what i don't see as balance is somebody to distribute it right to say well we're going to distribute that's the other angle, right but right. it's a fucking foolish angle because think about this the wealthy people right they're the ones who donate shit they're the ones who fucking write off, they get tax write offs and they donate and they fucking, you know, have foundations. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So the poor people don't. They might contribute time, which is important. Mm -hmm. I'm not downplaying it. Mm -hmm. But they wouldn't have time to contribute if there was no money coming in to support that. So, no, if you take away their wealth, right? Mm -hmm. but because you're be forcing. This, I mean, there's no economy that's completely free market. I don't, I don't, I don't know how we're going to get into economics. I don't understand. Yeah. I don't understand it enough either. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, we were doing pretty good, though, right? Uh, we we were doing pretty good, right? Up until they started to really push this globalization. So what about what about left right? Can we make make it more broad? So like right now, what's going on right now? Everything's super polarized. Mm -hmm. Is there an argument for balance, like right now? Yeah, I think there's an mm -hmm. absolutely. I think there's an argument for balance, but l let's take one of them, like fucking free healthcare. Okay. Okay. So we might say, as a counterbalance, that's a socialist idea to a capitalist idea of saying, you know, open yeah. markets. Um, Choose your own doctor. Yeah, somewhere cheaper, somewhere right. Expensive. And hospitals have to disclose costs and all of that kind right, of stuff. Right, like so a menu, this, which is interesting. You this. could like say, oh, yep. I have liver transplants this much, and it. Right. Right. Mm. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So, first of all, if we say, well, we're gonna, this is the way it is. We're going to socialized health. Let's just look at the size of the country that we are right now. Okay, socialized health, free health care, and we take the very fucking real number that over 70% of Americans are obese. Well, who the fuck's paying for all of that? Because right there, you, you can't pay for it. Mm -hmm. Where's the idea? Where's the solution to pay for that? We, we so, don't have so enough So socialist money. structures are inherently unfair because they take an equal amount from everybody, regardless of how much, how good at someone someone is, how healthy someone is. Well, they don't take right. an equal amount from everyone. They take uh -huh. an equal amount from the low class. There's two classes in socialism. Right, right, and, right. right. Oh, and, okay. And that's the way it is. Uh -huh. I mean, they say Fidel Castro and his mm -hmm. brothers were billionaires. Okay, right. and I think and even their like class, Mao and stuff worked like yeah. that. And, um, but everybody else, you know, like mm -hmm. the the, the large class of people. I mean, the, Yan, Yanmi were saying there's 50 classes, mm -hmm. right? And you know, all the way up to like royalty to, you know, godhood or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> to, to, you're a Kim. Once you're a Kim, you're, yeah. you've ascended to the right. highest point. But I don't know. So, yeah. Um, I, I, my tendency is, you know, so. I mean, I, I see an imbalance. Mm -hmm. uh, personally, this is my view: is I see an imbalance on the left right now, mm -hmm. and it's everything's leaning on that. So I was at a party the other day, went to some wedding party, you know, and we're at this table. And at one point, everybody started like talking shit. This dude was from Florida. He was mm -hmm. a cool guy too. Yeah. Right? He was like a musician. He went to Berkeley. I was like, ah, oh, you know, asking him all these questions about like classical music and shit. 
And at one point, he was like, Florida's great, except, yeah. you know what I mean? And then conservatives, da, da, da. And I was like, well, what about the Cubans? You got all them down. He's in Miami or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, that's cool, right? Cuban culture. And he's like, oh, they're kind of conservative, too. And then someone else said something about conservative, something, something. And, it, you know, yeah. and that just annoys me. I mean, you you know this and, and to, to a fault, yeah. you know. So I said something. I was like, well, you know, maybe conservatives aren't so bad. <laughs> you know what I mean, everybody was like, this, this chick I know, she was like, are, are you conservative? <laughs> you know What's what I mean? this guy doing here? I just like how'd you get in? So so I don't know. Did um, anybody check his <laughs> box card? <laughs> right, right. Um, so I don't know, like what what that means nowadays with um, because what's going on is the left doesn't even understand any arguments on the right. Yeah, like they're you know they they think that they that these things are just true. Uh, you know, like when someone says stop hate. Right? Like, what does that mean? You know what I mean? Like, who, who's, like, pro-hate? You know what I mean? Like, no one's pro-hate. So what they're really saying is if you are religious, let's say, for example, and think that, you know, some fringe thing is maybe not a good way to be and they don't want to teach their kids to be some fringe thing, that now they're, they're transphobic, they're whatever-phobic, right. you know what I mean? Um, so, so in in their view, stop hate means oh, you know, compassion, you know, but they don't even understand that there is an argument on the other side, yeah. right? It's you know, so yeah, you're a white supremacist or you're mm-hmm. a fucking racist or yeah, homophobe, transphobe, right, right, you know, some um, sort of phobe, yeah, yeah. But but the they're same, doing the same thing exactly that mm-hmm. they're telling them. Yes, right. The whole anti-fascist, right, right, yeah. So, Antifa so, is yeah some of the biggest right. fascists exactly. out there. <laughs> and, and so that's you get funny things like that how it spins around and they yeah. become the tyrant or whatever yeah i mean literally bracelets they're talking about for you know covid they're talking about all sorts of fucking things yeah, i mean yeah. mm-hmm. there's so many they're going around to apps on phones in in uh, france did you see that the cops like going around like talking to people being like let me see your papers or whatever yeah there's uh, been some big yeah. demonstrations i guess in france yeah, yeah. and why aren't these talked about right. why doesn't any news network right. i mean that's what i'm saying if so people that, again, are that fucking thing. so mm-hmm. like blind that they won't even consider that there's some sort of nefarious intention mm-hmm. behind mm-hmm. this. I mean, you got to at least consider it. You can't like say there's that many coincidences. Well, that's what right? people I like, mean, like, like we talked like Glenn Greenwald and people like mm-hmm. that, they can have a reason. He's like on the left, but he's a yeah. smart guy. Um, he can still, you know, have all the uh, views of the left or whatever, mm-hmm. but still be like reasonable right. about and stuff say, wow, this and is see corporate greed uh-huh. and all that stuff at the same time. That's like, and there maybe is a balanced view, right? Is right. that, you know, check check this out. I, th- I wonder if I could apply this. Like sometimes when I think of balance, I think of that idea like some like maybe some Taoist type of thing of like that you know like when you turn on the lights, that's when shadows are made. You know, mm-hmm. or uh, you know if you are going downhill, that means at some point you went up, right? So like one side creates the other. So really, mm-hmm. in the end, they're like the same thing, mm-hmm. right? They're um, so maybe it's even like that with I mean I think it's harder with politics because it's it's not quite as like structured of a thing like you know oh the left is this and the right is this or whatever um, that's what was great yeah. about our politics that, mm-hmm. that like for Colorado that was fucking awesome we were a purple state mm-hmm. right any right. Yeah, election yeah, yeah, yeah. it could have changed from Democrat to mm-hmm. Republican and that's what made Colorado what it is 
today people think that it's these liberal governors that have made it. It's like, no, it was an attractive place because one, the fucking conservatives, right? A lot of these ranchers, a lot of the hunters put a lot of money into the wilderness areas, which makes it very fucking attractive for people to come here. Mm-hmm. Same with all the outdoor outfitters, right? The rafters and people like that. So you've got conservative swaths across the state that have helped make it what it is. And then you got, you know, Boulder, like the kind of, you know, hip place in the in the Rocky Mountain in the West that's kind of trendy and, right, you know, right. it's got mm-hmm. that kind of vibe of, you know, you got the Hipster, college towns. And, right. Okay. And yeah, so yeah. what mm-hmm. a great balance we had. You had Denver mm-hmm. that was, again, purple, but yeah, outsides yeah. are conservative mm-hmm. and you have this nice balance. Now it's going blue mm-hmm. against red and, and it I creates like that view. too much friction. Right. I like and that view. Like that may be like a conservative, like conserves tradition. Right. And right. then mm. uh, maybe I don't want to know if I want to use the progress, but like the other side brings in what's new all the time and revivifies stuff. Yeah. And that it really is this like balance of the two. Right. I just, I just like lean towards that idea. Yeah. And I don't like it when I see Well, do you a, know any like conservatives no. that don't, oh, you don't even know any conservatives. <laughs> I know. I mean, I, t- I asked this to Phoenix uh-huh. the other day, just like, because we were talking, we were uh-huh. listening to someone. I was like, do you even know anybody yeah. on the right? And he, like, had to sit there. I mean, you know, he's only, yeah. he doesn't really know. He's 13. Sure. But, but yeah, I mean, it's rare. There's very None, few, very I know few. a lot. And none of them that I know could care less about gay people. They right. don't care about transsexual people. Yeah. They don't care about fucking the color of people. Right. And it's, it's like they're just, yeah, we've mm-hmm. got... Our right. values and beliefs, and they don't—they're not even that different, honestly. No, they're, they're not. not. <laughs> they're not. It's the left that, yeah. again, the left is that receding tide. That if you're not with it, you're mm. fucking everything else, and everything yeah. else is now right wing. I mean, I've been called fucking a right wing Trump supporter, mm-hmm. right? I'm a Trump supporter. I think that you know he might be a dick, but man, he was doing a pretty fucking good job. You can't look at what he was doing and saying. That was a bad job. I mean, he put Iran in check. Fucking, you know, I was against all the the border stuff until we got COVID. And then it's like, oh, wow, man, maybe you do need to have some closed borders and, you know, some Mm -hmm. checkpoints like that. So he was kind of right about that. I talked to a um, guy whose career has been down on the border, right, as an agent. And he's like you don't understand what goes on on the border. He's like human smuggling. He's like right. the the drugs that come across. Um, so he's like, yeah, it's great that we've got a, a good relationship with Mexico and even we should improve our relationship with Mexico, mm-hmm. but we should have a similar border. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. in Canada, you got to go through fucking checkpoints, right? Mm-hmm. You got to go through the I think the people, crossing. yeah, again, like... I've been digging the symbolic view of things mm-hmm. recently to help me understand stuff, you know, and everything has borders mm-hmm. and everything that is a thing has borders. Yeah. There's a place where this table stops and then the rest of the room begins. Right. Right. It's its own thing, you know, um, and we need to have, clo- you know, so like when we eat. You know, we have borders and we only let in certain things. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean, we discriminate who comes in our house. That's, those are our borders, right. right? Like, if you don't want somebody you don't trust in there, right. 
um, not making any, you know, like, but there, you know, yeah, 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 there, it's, it's I mean, an analogy, yeah. right? And then, of course, that applies with countries too. And then the whole thing with like groups and borders, it's like, and values again, it's right. like once you, like, let's say you're a group that has, that does something like does jujitsu or whatever, and then someone comes in and they say, you know, why don't next time, why don't we go bowling or whatever, yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> or something, I don't know, like something else, yeah. you know, uh, uh, paddle boarding, right? right? Which is cool. And you could do both, you know what I'm saying? But you can see how then they bring someone else that wants to go paddle boarding and then it can like disintegrate a group. Sure. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So there's this, again, it is about identities of groups too. It's right. like we, we share something, some value, some something. And that can't, and there are those borders to that. We like, we're into this, we're not into that. Right. There's nothing wrong with that. Well, that's you know? the point that we're mm -hmm. missing right. is what you just said. There's nothing wrong with that. And it's the and same with inclusivity, too. That's what made us such a great country. And, you know, everybody wants to take us pre-1960s. And it's like, but we've made huge strides in evolving. That's what evolving is, right? You're adapting to new times, changes, people's mindsets changed. As people, you know, became more educated, they were able to make decisions and recognize that minorities were as much a fabric of this country as they were. And so, you know, I mean, America, like, when you talk about balance, was pretty fucking balanced as far as, you know, a nation that's mm -hmm. ever existed, yeah, right? Yeah. I mean... Mm -hmm. um, you know what I think a lot of it is... is people are mad at the way things are and they misdiagnose things as america or whiteness mm -hmm. or whatever and it's just like the modern world that we're like having a hard time with yeah you know what i mean and so they think they're fighting well it's just the know, world we're having a hard time with but we have yeah uh -huh. that's the whole purpose of life i think is to have a hard time with it and struggle Maybe, i mean yeah. mm -hmm. look at any fucking Creature, you look yeah. at a creature that's raised in a cage where there's no struggle or anything. That fucking creature is just insane. It's fucking off its rocker. It hates its life. You can mm -hmm. tell it gets mm -hmm. fat. It gets stressed. There's, there's that gets... one uh, where they give the mice cocaine forever. Okay, uh, yeah. <laughs> have you heard that? Like they could have as much cocaine as they wanted, right? Oh, and they like, I think they when they're isolated, they abuse the shit out of it. Right. And when they have that's like, what a it is. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. And maybe th when they had like stuff to do too, yeah. right? I think it was the mouse first... things. They're like, okay, let's get off the drugs. Well, yeah. right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's like a slide and a yeah. wheel, you know. Yeah. Right. They would do those things, but if mm -hmm. it was just an empty cage, they would just kill themselves. Yeah. Right, so similar thing, but but I'm saying you know so yeah that that is interesting though like this whole like safety thing and and you know like wanting to get rid of all the things that make things unsafe and it's the biggest uh, fucking it's even like words like, all the words did you hear about uh um, <laughs> the Rockies game uh -huh. that uh, someone like said a slur. Or whatever. Oh, uh -huh. did you yeah, did you yeah. see it? Did you I, hear I, it? I guess yeah. <laughs> yeah. that was it. A but, uh, uh, reporter? No. So it's like at a Rockies game, uh -huh. and someone supposedly said the N word. Okay. It was like saying that to some baseball player. Uh huh. And uh, it went around, and everybody was like really upset about it. And then it turned out that he was saying "dinger." No. Okay. So right? that was. Uh -huh. a, I thought it was a female who said it, and she was. A, I thought. I don't think so. Okay. It, no, no, it was a guy in the crowd. Because there was uh -huh. another one then where they said digger. That was a digger. Like oh, the ball yeah. 
you know, hit him. Uh, I know. I know. think it's the it's the the um, mascot. His name is Dinger because oh, okay. that's like a baseball term. Okay, uh, I don't even know what it means. Yeah, uh-huh. and a Dinger. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> right, well, exactly. then there was this other one too, where they said okay. Digger, uh-huh. right? Right. And yeah. so everybody like write us right. <laughs> away, Joseph. <Yeah. laughs> Cancelled. Uh, right. Yeah. Holy shit! But see, that's the thing. Everyone's like. Just triggered, ready to fucking right. yeah, yeah, yeah. spring into action yeah. as soon as they and it, it, hear something right. from the other side. And, and it was one of those things too that, like, when I first heard it, I ex- I specifically heard an N at the beginning. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I was like, oh. But dang. we've been conditioned you know I mean? for but that. But then, but then when you hear them say, oh, it was a Dinger, and then I listen, I'm like, oh, I hear Dinger. It's like this it's thing like those where things where it's got two. Yeah, 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 yeah. Two there's even some with words where it's like some like. Sounding thing, think, and you can hear one word and then you hear another word. Do you think, though, if, like, let's go pre fucking COVID, right? Mm. Pre George Floyd, and that happened, that that would even come up, that people would have even heard the N word, or do you less think that, that they would have heard dinger, right. right? I think that they would have heard <laughs> dinger. Okay, right. Yeah. I mean, it's made people like more likely to hear that one. 100%. 100%. Because you got to think yeah. about it now. It's like we're grappling, right? You get fucking hit on some weird obscure area that you never get touched and you tell everybody in class hey don't fucking put your weight on this side of me and, and then, then what happens right, everybody right. fucking right. because now and you're even trying not yeah, to yeah but also when you, they say that they use it they still use it even <laughs> yeah. though they say don't touch it yeah. but they get to use it all oh, right yeah, my, yeah my, so how am i not my right to? shoulders hurt and then they're like dude he's right now it's fun stuff i'm yeah. curious as somebody that spent time outside of the country like how do you view these things like how mm. was there was there it, or I don't know if you still have contact with people in Italy to know if there's like any kind of divide. Is the same on this thing happening there? Yeah. yeah, that is interesting. It is, but on a smaller scale, because I think they they were a little behind on the wave, and um, the wokeness wave. Yeah, the wokeness wave. <laughs> so it's it's you know a little a little different. It's not as crazy i think as it is here mm-hmm. um everything like kind of america's always like the epicenter for stuff though right weird cultural size. things <laughs> for what supersize everything right supersize that's right supersize wokeness yeah uh, supersized yes. wokeness right i would think that like maybe like italy has a more strong and older culture so that that would be a good balance like to help family well, values, yeah, family right? Is yeah, very and you're like grandparents, grandkids, how, like, like all around each other. One of the solutions to all the fucking problems is family. Wow, I yeah, mean, that, I know. It isn't seems, that I know, like right? it seems like crazy when you look thing. at something like that? Right. Like, oh, and then wow. out here, it's crazy. Like everybody's like a single parents now. Mm-hmm. Everybody like a lot of dudes don't live with chicks. You know yeah. what I mean? That it's like single life or whatever. My, you know, for men, especially yeah. uh, my age and younger, you know, um, and, and then grandparents are in Florida or in an old folks home. You know what I mean? And yeah. it's like, you know, I never moved away, but you know, I wanted to. And then I got some pregnant. Um, I even like, I don't know if I ever told you this. I had all my shit in boxes, yeah, right? Did I tell you that? I had all my stuff boxed up. I had a, my drummer was in Oklahoma. We were going to go like, you know, try the music thing yeah. out there. And, you and call him, like, I had all my stuff in boxes <laughs> and I went to India for six months and my girl called me like a weekend. She's like, yo, or my, she wasn't even my girlfriend. 
at the time, you know, pregnant. I was like, oh, man. Are you sure it wasn't? <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah, yeah. So uh, we're so, like, no family, you know. It's like, and, and that that would be a solution mm-hmm. is, you know, I wouldn't have thought that. You know, it's it, it was surprising to me once I started to see that. That's yeah. the case. Yeah, that it's, yeah. Mm-hmm. like, I mean, it is what it is, but... Yeah. The data shows that it's always better. Mm-hmm. Um, it might not be better for the parents, but it, you know, I think <laughs> it's better for the kids uh-huh. a lot of times. I think it is. I think it might be better for everybody. It's like, I mean, it's hard to know how, like, because sometimes like family stuff is tough, and you know, mm-hmm. nobody wants to hang out with their parents, and yeah. you know what I mean, and all that shit. But like, that probably goes on even right. Like, yeah. it's still a thing, but everybody just gets together, right? Like, yeah, there, it, uh, it's like cycles. Because then you would have the time period where they would get together and then fight, right? Have big discussions, take a break from each other, and then right. it's like back to normal. Right. Yeah. Back to and normal. Get together. Fight. Which yeah. is also sometimes <laughs> yeah. for me that's kind of too much. It's like neurotic almost. Huh. But but it's also like I like that. Yeah, but it's also like yeah. you're, there's all these people that aren't like you. Right, you mm-hmm. know, and so you're gonna have conflict. Yeah, but you guys like love but each other. But I mean, other, like it doesn't so have okay. to. And I guess it's right? because we love each other that it yeah. gets to the point exactly. that it gets to. Right, because nowadays we just choose our friends, and we're like, oh, I don't like these yeah. kind of people, and we're like, I don't want to talk to them. Just and, block them. Right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. All of my friends and relatives in Italy, they even if they move, because I come from Southern Italy, so mm. even a lot of times you go to college, you go up north or somewhere mm-hmm. else mm-hmm. but more they cities always up north, right? yeah there's big cities. And, yeah. and they probably have different programs mm-hmm. like universities there aren't much like here <laughs> hmm. and uh so they always come back they always come back on the holidays they always have that it's like yeah i'm going out but i'm always coming back mm-hmm. here and i'm always revisiting my family i'm always yeah. revisiting friends even those who have not stayed there they always go back so it's like this Home. Home. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you don't really have, I think there are places similar to that here, but it's not as, um, it, it's just different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, it's getting mm-hmm. torn down. I mean, yeah. more and more. And that's yeah. where I think, like, the Midwestern values and things like that are really, for, mm-hmm. see here, this is going back to what we were talking about, where we were saying, you know, the person who ventures out, the entrepreneur, right, kind of thing. I think what's happening is a lot of people, I think a lot of the left, because they think that they have these, you know, like innovative ideas and, you know, a lot of them are just stupid right. fucking ideas because they're mm-hmm. young, right? Mm-hmm. And, and that is they a part of progressivism. Right. right. Stupid like, ideas. Well, yes. <laughs> that well, is a, a lot part of progressive. I don't know. A lot of them are really fucking a, a smart, but them. they don't like work out. You know what I mean? Well, I think like well, a lot but, of those ideas are super brilliant, but well, maybe they don't work out. Right. You know, like, Here, they don't here's the work, thing, though. But, what, what I was going to say, though, is that they haven't prepped themselves to be able to utilize that level of you know, opportunity, right? That, mm-hmm. that, that they've created or that someone else has created, you know, whatever. And they're trying to, again, pretend like they are. And that's creating these fucking huge problems because you look at all of these people who are on the environmental, you know, like bandwagon. And I used to be, I mean, okay, well, what's the solutions? Is there any solutions possible? that we can, you know, come up with because, you know, people got on little Greta Thunberg's, you know, side for 
a long time, right? And she was calling for zero fucking emissions. It, it's like not even the net, right? The net is where... Well, so this the, is that, like I was saying before, the totalizing idea. Yeah. You have to say none of that. No hate, no no emissions. Right. right? It's like I mean, but they don't, utopia. But right? They haven't even learned, though. Here's the problem, though. They haven't even learned how to critically think about their own position. Because if she did, she'd be like, oh, wait a second. I'm saying I should be in school, but then we have zero emissions. But that means... How do I have lights on at my school? How do you have lights on at your school if there's zero emissions, right? It, it can't possibly happen. You're going to have to fucking go out and hunt whales again and get oil blubber, you know, whale blubber or whatever for candles, for candles yeah. or for burning oil or, you know, yeah. we go back into the dark ages. So that's insanity. And that's what's happening when people are all on these, you know, that fucking horrible congresswoman out of St. Louis, um, Corey Bush. Mm-hmm. Do you know who she is? Yeah. Fucking horrible, mm-hmm. right? She's the one that was like an activist. Well, she's that, yeah, she's that mm-hmm. black chick who's like mm-hmm. just yeah. fucking, so she's a huge defund the policer and all that, but she's got private security. And oh, she's man. like, I need private security to protect me. That's like, but you'll take away fucking, you know, the people's security, right? But these people are so fucking like crazy that they won't look at that and say, whoa, wait a second. Wait a second. She's saying that security is necessary, right? Right. Mm-hmm. In your neighborhood, you need to have security. Somebody's got to secure it. So somebody's going to secure it. It's either going to be the cops or it's going to be a gang. Right. And then they're going to charge you fucking money to protect you or you're going to get fucking run over. And people don't have enough critical thinking skills to even look at it like that and say, well, gosh, wait a second. Maybe we need to address this fucking problem in a different manner. That maybe sounds good that we shouldn't be arresting people just for right. Whatever stupid things. But look at what's going on in the West Coast. Where as long as you don't steal a thousand dollars in some places, then you're not going to get like prosecuted. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you can go up and steal up to, <laughs> you know, right. I don't know if they have a calculator and they're like, <laughs> okay, and make sure you include tax yeah. on that, <laughs> right? We're at right. nine seventy. Yeah. We're yeah. fucking good. Right. Take that iPod out of there. Right. Right. Hundred bucks over. Right. <laughs> right. But this is where it's hard for me to, though, as far as like being balanced, like seeing the balanced view of both things, because. You know, everything is super complicated, yeah. right? Because there are ideas in there that, you know, like there are ideas in the, I mean, you started to mention them with the policing thing mm-hmm. where there is like over, you know, the drug war is all fucking bullshit. Right. The prison system's bullshit. There's a lot of bullshit. So many things I find is just like slightly mislabeling the, pro- misdiagnosing the problem. Yeah. Well, right. And then, but then I don't like how we like start to like talk shit this side, that side. You know what I mean? Well, it's and like you like, said with, it's a, it's a totality because it's, mm. it's like there's problems with the police, get rid of all police instead of right. how yeah, do we yeah, rectify yeah. what's wrong with the police. It's, yeah, yeah, totally. And, and yeah. I think that's, I, I feel like it's a symptom of, of, uh, of a social media driven culture where everybody's so used to immediate gratification. You Simplistic open up your phone, you solutions got, yeah. to complex yeah. problems. Yeah. 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 Have, have you heard that, uh, Amat and Bailey, you ever heard of that? No. Um, it's like, so this, this is a, like one of the easiest ones to see them using or to see people using. It's like a way to argue for something. Right. And the idea is from like an old castle. 
Let's see if I can remember this. It was like the mott was like a part of the castle that was down here, you know, and then the main castle part is up here, right? And the analogy is like you you propose a crazier idea, right? You say defund the police, and then when people say, oh, you want to defund, you say, no, no, I mean like reform. So you like you put forward yeah. a, like a more extreme idea to then get a less extreme idea. Mm. And it does seem like you can go the other way too. Like, and that's how we barter, right? We're like, if you want fifty bucks, you ask for sixty. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so but that's what used to be great thing. about the country mm-hmm. is that when it was overreaching like that, there would be pushback. This mm-hmm. is why I believe the liberals right now are the biggest sellout pussies, fucking there are. And here's why: because they've let the left hijack the fucking great ideas that they had. Liberals had great ideas, right? But they they've left they've let the radical left hijack them, and they're not standing up to them. Mm. In my mm. mind, right, fuck right. liberals. They're a bunch of pussies right now. They need to toughen up and say no. I don't agree with mm. this fucking bullshit. Like I've heard of teachers that do not support the critical race theory, right, at all. But they won't say anything about it. It's like they think that it's fucking. Not good for teaching that it's, you know, so it's like, well, if you're just going to go along with it, you're complicit, then, you know what I'm saying? I mean, fuck, you're, you're, you're part of it, right? Well, here's that, here's that whole problem like that that's happening right now. Mm -hmm. It's like, if you stick your neck out, you get your head chopped off. Yeah. But maybe if you stick your neck out, then other people will be like, oh, it only takes but, one person. There's like But that people side are doing that. That's the right. thing. People are sticking their necks out. Mm-hmm. And there's enough people that if they mm-hmm. said, that's what the unions and groups like that were supposed mm-hmm. to be about, having dialogue. Mm-hmm. Why aren't teachers getting together and having open debate forums amongst one another in different parts of the country, whatever? It is interesting saying, how all this stuff is just like... It's interesting how it just like seeps in. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, there was never a conversation. It's even you know crazier I mean? <laughs> when, when you like think about a few years ago when Brett Weinstein first came on right. the scene. Yeah, he was yeah. telling his story. Yeah. And he, and it was isolated still to right. the West Coast yeah, at that yeah, time. And yeah. he was like, this is going to yeah. go. Like, he, if, if he it was, it, yeah. He straight up was like, this yeah. is going to spread some, through everything. Yeah. There's some crazy conspiracy theory if like you get into it of like, even uh, Mao's revolution had this idea of the slow march through the institutions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and then like the postmodern people, they were all in France, and then they came here to like Columbia and like a few other colleges, like in the fifties, and then they like started to teach activism, right? And they like get all these activists and learn all these wild strategies. I got this book called Big Trouble. It's this crazy like activist yeah. like strategy book. Yeah. It's wild. It's, it's really long, it's fun it's to like game, man. Yeah. Right. It's the, it's long, the long game. game, yeah. And then they get into all the institutions, right? So they, you know, and then now they do it with which is interesting with the, you know, someone like maybe the Rockies thing and and the N word gets on TV. So now they have to hire an anti-racist squad to like retrain everybody there. <laughs> and now there's this HR, now there's this diversity and equity department like in the Rockies. Yeah. And now they're there too. And now they run the Twitter page. Hmm. You know what I mean? And like, you know what I mean? You could get you could yeah. get like weird it's, about it like that. It's like, gotten weird. Uh, <laughs> right. I mean, sorry. You, you don't have to get weird. You, have, you didn't say anything that's not happening. <laughs> Yeah, well, I gotta go pretty soon. All right. Yeah. Anna, fill us in. 
What have you been thinking this whole time? <laughs> that you've been well, they're inching their way in, mm-hmm. and it's weird to say they because I don't really know who they are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but it's always it, weird to say they. It sounds like a conspiracy again. Right? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah. But it's uh, w- when you were saying earlier of those boundaries, right, that we create and how basically that's what they're doing they're, or we are all doing in some ways creating those boundaries and so when your friend was surprised that you said well <laughs> are conservatives really bad they automatically thought mm. oh well you must be a conservative in order to even be able to think that like right. otherwise that's how crazy it is everybody's like don't or even Justin. propose that <laughs> like there is no there is yeah. no in between and I don't know choice is freedom mm, yeah. because we're talking about all these choices being taken away well what happens when you have that we've made the birdcage analogy or metaphor as well mm. so it just means you know mm-hmm. no choice Fucking crazy times man we're mm-hmm. Yeah, choice is key, right? Yeah. And that's what I was thinking with the what I've been vibing on, censorship and misinformation. It's like even when I can like imagine the world that it would make sense to me that there's this group of people that just can't know what's actually going on because they're going to fuck it up for everybody else. Then I put myself into like everybody's shoes in that situation. If I'm the person that is dumb and ruining it for the world or I'm the person that's right, you know what I mean? And all those, and all in between, I want to have a choice. Mm-hmm. And I want to be able to know the truth. I don't want to be lied to. Yeah. Right? It doesn't matter who I am in there. I guess maybe I should try to think about myself being the one telling everybody the fucking lies or whatever. Mm, right. <laughs> but there's just like, I think choice is like, almost like above everything. Right. And I it's think at least with really choice high. comes intuition which mm. we're also yeah. losing. And I like that you brought that up. I've been really vibing on that lately, like what that means. I used to think intuition was just like some, like, you know, Sam Harris talked about it once. Like an intuition is like some like conglomeration of all these like synapses and reasonable things you've and patterns you've made. So that two plus two just feels like it should be four. Mm-hmm. But when I now look back, trying to like, you know, open myself up again to like spiritual ideas, let's say, it's always an intuition. I've always just had an intuition, you know, mm-hmm. about, you know, God or whatever. Um, and a lot of my morality is an intuition. Mm-hmm. You know, I just like feel like that's wrong, or I feel like that's the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah, so I dig. I, I've been really thinking about that a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can't like reason my way to a lot of them. And uh, maybe I don't, I don't even need to. It's just like, man, I just don't. It's like conscience or something. Mm-hmm. It's like it's telling you. In and way, I think there's also, t- sorry, a base oh, intuition and then acquired intuition. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which, there's a difference. Yeah. I think you're right. There's more than one kind. And so you, do you think it needs to be honed, right? Like Your, improved? Like you need to learn oh, you how can to definitely recognize work and on use it. it. I think that if you can work intuition out of you, you can definitely work intuition into you or mm-hmm. like improve it mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. yeah sorry i, I no, interrupted you I, I was just gonna say it's like essentially intuition is like the base of balance so like if, if you're gonna have balance in your life you almost can't have it without having some intuition because i mean how would you even know you're off balance if you, yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah. yeah i mean that makes sense with a lot of people because a lot of people's decisions are based 
on being off balance because if they had any intuition, they would at least recognize. I, I mean, I think this is where I think they would at least people would at least recognize the importance of having discussion. It doesn't mean that they have to accept the other person's viewpoint, right? But right. they would recognize you would intuitively know that this is inherently good for me because it keeps like the ability to have options open because the next thing th this is I think what I don't what I don't think people are thinking about and that's but what about the next thing what if it counters what their belief is what if magically let's say Republicans fucking swung into power this right. next go around which is what happens right? Right? that's the story you, right? you, you, you make power yeah. structures and then it flips around and Sometimes. then all of a sudden the structure yeah, if made. it doesn't go too far down what? a shithole uh -huh. you know no, what I mean is like if, if like say the left makes a totalitarian mm -hmm. system yeah. one day the right might come in and control that system and yeah. then they become the totalitarians and they're yeah. like what happened right. now all your freedoms are taken away right. but when your side is getting everything they want then you're like yeah it's a good thing it's a great thing right. <laughs> right. that's what people think that's, right, right. it's ridiculous I can't even believe that people wanted a trifecta in our government having mm -hmm. you know um, a you know, Democrat president, See, a Democrat one of the Congress, things, and a Democrat. Yeah, I had never fucking thought Senate. of that to this yeah. year. That's another one of those political things that yeah. I never really. I've never wanted that, it. even mm. when I was. It's interesting that there's a Democrat, three, right? Because if there's two, they could just like have a standstill. Yeah, but maybe three. Yeah. Like if you're like three, Offsets. you're like, what are we going to do tonight? Where are we going to dinner? The two people are. Are you need like one person to like? Right. <laughs> yeah, but like, what about the person who's bribing that one middle person, or right. like who's persuading? Right. Yeah. Right. There you go. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right. Later. What do we? What do Later. we? Later. Don't you have a closing? <laughs> Check <laughs> us out on Instagram and Facebook. Ascent for twenty. Ascent for twenty, Colorado. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Cool. And YouTube. Cool.